What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Gamescast post-show analysis of Bethesda's E3 2018 press conference. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hi. And number one video game journalist, Andy Cortez. Todd Howard's number one man. Yeah, I took his jacket straight off. What the hell What the hell are you talking about, Slade, man? We just finished... Watching the press conference live with everybody. You can watch along all the press conferences with us at twitch.tv slash games. Or if you just want to watch them yourself and then watch our reactions later, you can do that by going to youtube.com slash games. Then we do this post-show analysis. Gray had a good idea. What we're going to start doing in this one is at the end of this, after we talk about Bethesda, we're going to talk about where it ranks in the press conferences overall. Because we have a hit show called In Review where we end up ranking. Right now it's X-Men In Review where we rank all the movies. We might as well rank in these press conferences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But before we do that, let's talk about Bethesda. Initial thoughts. What do we think of this conference? I thought it was really rough at moments. A lot of the middle. uh, During the middle, I was like, this could be worse than E3. Than EA. Um, You're crazy. But, like, all that that it really took was them to mention Skyrim and Starfield. Or not Skyrim. Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, just like a short cinematic reel with a little title. I thought it was still not very good, though. Um, I feel like opening with Andrew WK was really awkward, and it, we we were kind of enjoying it in the audience, but it was that thing of like, well, it's been like I think I saw Damon from IG and tweeted it's been six minutes, and they haven't shown us a game or anything. You know what I mean? I was like, that's yeah. a great, that's a solid point. You know, it's funny because this I feel is a direct response to last year when they did the video message uh, press conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it was on a stage and there was an audience, but it was essentially just a video playing the entire yeah, yeah, time, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, we want a press conference. And it's like, well, this is what you get when you get a press conference. Yeah, a lot of awkward moments, a lot of people that are on stage talking that probably shouldn't be on stage talking um, and I again it goes back to the EA thing is like I love that uh, they're putting the developers in those positions because these are their babies but it's like certain people's jobs to talk for a living other people's are to make games sure but it's the same thing we talk about all the time is that sometimes endearing uh, oftentimes endearing and this I, I, I feel like oftentimes it's not it blows sometimes up in faces. it's endearing here's I think the biggest question for this in terms of how is this conference I think this was a good conference. I but I think it's also just not marred. That sounds bad. I feel like there's two conversations to have of what did we think of the content of the conference in terms of our personal, you know, our, our personal gaming opinions, but then also how was the con how was the conference constructed period? And I think from a construction level, it was done really well. Where it was, I think, hey, Fallout 76, nobody knows what the fuck this is. It's completely different. We're going to walk you through this Q&A part of it. When it was like, okay, uh, let's talk about the card game, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, right? It was quick. He came out. He talked about it. It was quick. It was over. Elder Scrolls Online. Hey, was, hey, we've done this. Somerset's out now. We're going to put this werewolf stuff in for that kid on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, I feel like they came out and talked about Quake Champions and stuff that I think the majority and I'm painting with a broad brush. The majority of people don't care about. The majority of our audience, for sure, mm-hmm. more uh, us don't care about, right? But they got out there. They presented it. They presented their entire portfolio, which you need to do. Mm-hmm. They did it in a succinct way where it was rare. As I'm looking through right now, right? I don't feel like any of these in particular overstayed their welcome. I disagree. With that. I, I feel like overall there were a lot of segments that were really tight, but I yeah. think it was not a tight presentation. And I feel like there was way too many things back to back that lasted a little bit too long mm. of things that quote unquote don't interest everybody. 
you know? Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, the how they handled Fallout 76, I thought was awesome. That is the way that you need to talk about that type of game. But comparing this conference to last year's, last year's was so tight. The presentation was so on point. And I feel like what last year's lacked in um, surprise announcements, it was really just like, hey, here's the games that are coming. You already know, but here's a, a awesome way to see these awesome games. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one was like, all right, we're a little rough around the edges. Some moments work better than others. But there was a couple genuine surprises in addition to getting admittedly uh, tame teases of Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6, we did get Doom 2. We did yeah. get uh, a new Wolfenstein. We did get a, more VR games announced and, I, and a new mobile game. Like I feel like there was a lot of surprises of things we absolutely didn't know were going to be here. So I'm like, on that alone, I think this is a better conference than last year. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I just feel like the the the, uh, the tall man from Rage, from uh, Avalanche... I guess something happened with the teleprompter. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> just like, I keep thinking about like that silence. Very, very weird. Um, Shout out to our friends at Devolver. As we record this live, I just made my appearance in the press conference. Our chat's flipping out. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, the uh, Prey lasted way too long, I feel. Um, but I mean, that spoke to Prey fans, right? Like Prey has an audience. And it's one of those Bethesda games that has that audience. I don't know that the like comedy sketches that they had from that spoke to anybody. And that, like, that's, oh, like that's the, being real. The post yeah, note and the before thing, it with the and mimic. The before and all that. And the it's mimic, just like, we laughed at when it killed because it was like a goofy, weird thing. And it was like goofy, for, weird. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, again, I said this when we were watching the trailer. The tone fell off for what that game is. Even if the mode is supposed to be a little bit goofier, that went on a little too long when there was so many other weird moments. Like Andrew WK, the hypest man in the fucking world. Being kind of cringeworthy. Like, that sucks. There nah, should have been That's, who, we, that's, who, Andrew w, that's who he is. That's who Andrew WK is. He's a little cringeworthy. That's what Him? Yeah. Andrew WK? Yeah. No. What's cringeworthy about that? what he did there? That was just, that's the no. Andrew WK I know. No, no, no sorry. He wasn't. Oh, well, I apologize. Him being, saying. His performance being uh, without any gameplay at a game conference sure. yeah. with super awkward cuts to the audience that's like, I, I don't know how to okay, do it. Okay, okay, like, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about his performance. No, no, no. He's fucking awesome. Okay, good. We love you, Andrew WK. Hell yeah. You want to run through what got announced and go from there? So at the top, Pete Hines came out. We love Pete Hines. He called. We called him on the pre-show. Killed the game. Ten He's minutes. He's so before. fucking good, man. He's yeah. really great. I wish he would host every conference ever. Sure. As you said, then Rage Two came. It was the announcement. Rage Two. Andrew WK came out, performed, and they brought out the developers. We got to learn about Walker, the Last Ranger of the Wasteland. It's coming out in spring 2019. What do we think of Rage Two, gameplay-wise? I think it looks great. I yeah. think it looks like frenetic and insane, and there's awesome. Uh, abilities to be used, not only like superpower, but also just weapons, and I think it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to play it. Tim, by far, that was the best showing this game's had. Like that was like, oh wow, this looks really good. The lighting engine looked beautiful. Yeah, and it, it looked fun and interesting. I probably not. Gonna I don't play love it, vehicular combat stuff. Yeah. Um, See, that's my thing. Is like I, I'm not trying to insult Rage Two at all. I think it's definitely nice that it, I think Rage One was so middle milk toast. Hey, it's got this brown palette. It's a shooter or whatever. It's beautiful. I remember Charles talking about how beautiful it was. Um, Rage Two, even in this thing, I'm just like, all right, I'm not a shooter guy, so maybe that's just it. But I was just like, this doesn't seem to have the personality that a Doom has or a Wolfenstein has, and I feel like I'd be more inclined to go back and play those before I jump into this one. But that's just me. Who's this? Isn't my genre. So I really, if you, if it spoke to you on some level of this, aspect. slow moments of him walking through the interiors with the gun. I was like, this looks like Doom to me. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it looks fucking great. I think they did an awesome job, like sh- showcasing what the combat could be. 
Uh, then it was Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game, uh, coming to Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 later this year. Right now, of course, free on PC and mobile. Your progress will carry over to the other versions. That's cool. cool. Stuff. It's getting an overhaul. And again, it was like, hey, here it is. Cool. That's our thing. We'll see you later. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online came out. Yes, they are putting in Wolf Hunter DLC soon, which is a werewolf thing, which means that Shaquille Guy from PS, uh, you know, kind of funny games daily, uh, has to go up and play it because he wanted it. Somerset's out now. They announced Doomed, Doom Eternal then. Quake kind of yeah, more announcements. Fuck yeah, man. I, that was a cool trailer. I, I'm happy for that. You know, yeah. I predicted I didn't again one that I didn't expect. But yeah, yeah. Uh, do we I, know that it's a part two? Do we know that it's the way they talked about it, it's it's a sequel. Okay. Because they were like, Yeah, it's, it's what you want, but more of this and this. Yeah, and yeah. This do you want to go to Earth and do you want to do yeah. this thing? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. So I I mean I I think this is Doom Two, just with a different name. Um we'll find out more very soon. Yeah. But no release date there, not even a twenty nineteen. Yeah, QuakeCon. We'll see what they say about yep. it there. Uh, up next was Quake Champions. There was a free trial this week. Go get them. Quake Champion. M- I did like the presentation. Uh, first off, I loved the the set. I, I thought the arena-style seating oh, and the overall for Bethesda. Okay. Super fun, cool. I also loved that each segment kind of had its own, like, finding its way to the logo of the new game. Yeah. Cool shit. Okay. And then it was praise time. Prey came out and talked about a free update tonight, and it adds three new modes, story mode, new game plus, and survival mode. On top of that, there's the DLC Infinite. Uh, I'm sorry, Moon Crash, which has infinite replayability. This is available now as well. Uh, I'm unclear if Infinite Replay slash Moon Crash is the survival mode because I, I think that yeah. they sound very similar. Moon, what they sh- they actually showed us Moon Crash of enemies spawn in different locations, loots in different locations. How long can you survive against all these uh, different mimics and stuff on the moon? Seems like that'd be cool for people if they want to get into that. You, you were not into it, you said, or no, I wasn't. But you you don't care about prey in general, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, then they had Typhon Hunter, one v five. One player is the player in the game with the wrench. The other five are mimics. They get to mimic anything in the world and wait. We didn't see it at all. It sounds interesting, uh, and there'll be a little bit more on that in a little bit. But that was something they showed there or hurt t- announced. Cool. It again. This is. I mean, this is a weird one for me. But that's I guess always is where really few of their games speak to me. Where I'm like, oh, I fucking can't wait to play that. Uh Prey was good in previews when I got home and played it. It wasn't bad. It just was like, ah, oh, this is a lot of this is a little too RPG for me right now. Um, I love the fact that they're supporting Prey. I love the fact that they know it is a weird game that has its own niche audience, and we're gonna support it, and we're gonna let the, the studio make this stuff and put out new modes and put out free DLC and put you know, good, good on you. I like yeah, that they cool. do that. Good on you overall with all that type of, course. of stuff. Of course, because I feel like so that's many what of their they do games, best. Yeah, they they're do like best. we're going to keep supporting the single player stuff. Yeah. Later, when they talked about uh, Fallout seventy six, like we're going to support this with dedicated servers for yeah. years. Going back and giving moments to the the card game and to Elder Scrolls Online and to Quake Champions, which again we don't give a fuck about. Yeah, but they know so many people do, and even oh, yeah. the numbers they're talking about about the mobile games. It's this like, is why Bethesda is one of these games. developers that, and and I guess publishers that has an audience that is dedicated to them. Right. Or they, you know what I mean? There's people who care so much about the Bethesda brand. There's a reason why people work there for 20 plus years. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a reason fans like, you know, care and buy everything they put out and buy all their clothes and want to wear, you know, do all these weird things in these mobile games they get into. Like Bethesda has its own culture. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about uh, Then they talked about Wolfenstein. It's coming, of course, on June 29th to switch. Uh, they talked about Wolfenstein Youngblood, though, which is a co-op experience set in 1980s Paris where you will play as co-op cooperatively uh, BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters. Uh, it's going to come in 2019. That sounds rad. That sounds like, you know what I mean? cool. Everybody loves Wolfenstein. I you know, played a, a, more of it than I thought I would before I fell out of it because it happens to me in shooters. But I'd totally be down to jump in and do multiplayer and co-op awesome. stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, then they talked more about VR. Uh, they they announced that praised uh, Typhon Hunter. It, the competitive mode we just talked about a second ago is going to be in VR as well as they're going to do a single player puzzle experience for VR. Then the Wolfenstein uh, gets his own VR game as well called Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot where you'll be uh, basically a hacker who can take over the Nazi machines and then control them that way. Then they had a funny bit with one of the guys from Key and Peel, not Jordan Peel. Uh, Key. Keegan Mike and Key. Key. Keegan Michael Key. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, Skyrim on Alexa. Skyrim various f- special edition. Love the bit. It did go on a little too long. I don't care I though. It. I think I it's agree. so funny that yeah. like they would do that in a press conference. This is when shout Todd- out to Bethesda man. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. Todd Howard's on stage obviously, and he's making fun of the fact that everyone makes fun of the fact that uh, Skyrim w- Bethesda won't stop until he embraced it's on the me man. I, I yeah. love. They embrace the whole thing. Like Todd Howard making the uh, not Todd Howard. Fucking Pete Hines making the joke about Walmart early on. Like, yeah. That's just totally. So totally. Good. Yeah, good on them. That was all great. And then it was time for the big boy, Fallout 76, to come out and get some uh, much-needed attention love and tell us what the fuck this is. Bullet points I wrote down, of course. It's a prequel. It's four times the size of Fallout 4's map. Uh, after 25 years in the underground, this is us coming out on Reclamation Day. Uh, it's 16 times the detail in terms of the map and the world. When you're out there, you can see distant weather systems. There's six distinct regions you'll be getting missions in. It is entirely online. But then Todd did follow up with, quote, of course you can play this solo. Uh, it's open world survival and every person character is a real person in there in terms of other vault people you're interacting with he called it soft core survival uh, it'll be dozens of other players in your sections not hundreds dozens uh, all your progression goes with you wherever you go so if I go and play with Andy one night turn it off boot up the next day I want to jump in and play in Kevin's world all my progression comes with me and apparently whatever I build moves with me wherever too uh it's 100 dedicated servers there is a beta coming but most importantly it's launching november 14th 2018 uh there's an ar- power armor collector's edition of it as well andy what did you think i was i was not expecting to like the idea of yeah. a multiplayer fallout yeah uh, mostly because i've just i've never really been a fallout fan i've never hopped in the world a whole lot i i just something about the vibe the aesthetic just always kind of turned me off but watching four different people having fun in this sort of playground of the fallout world like really intrigued me and i think it's really cool and and i can't wait to try it out yeah yeah tim you've never been a fallout guy. yeah you know i don't really care but i will say that uh looking at that i i feel like they're doing such a good job of addressing what seem to be a lot of the big problems with these type of online games like mm. the dedicated servers sure. the carrying smaller your progression yeah, over yeah, yeah. smaller all this stuff i'm like it sounds like they're speaking to all the things you bitch about on games daily when we're talking about Division or Destiny or the games that you sure any an online game I'm playing where I'm having yeah yeah, yeah, exactly exactly yeah yeah Uh, I don't know I really don't coming in like it was oh my god a new Fallout seventy six great and then it was the Jason Try article that it's online only and it was like dude and it was building through and so then we start talking about it and you like uh, from the top it's prequel it's this it's reclamation play yourself okay okay this sounds awesome this sounds awesome and then even when he gets out into the world and todd's walking us around he's like 16 times detail and i was like that looks awesome and then it was like here are the new enemies i was like that looks awesome better lighting better everything and then it was just like all right cool and then let's get in with other players and like when he showed like the they showed the first thing where it was a, a, a a aggressive encounter where you ran and started shooting and it was like oof to me and i'm i know this is some weird thing to say for some Fallout's not a first-person shooter. Like we always used to talk about it with Fallout Three, right? Vats was there because it wasn't a great shooter and it was an easier way to get around. Fallout Four improved on it for sure, but Fallout Four never felt 
buttery smooth. It never felt like Doom, where I was like, even as a non-shooter person, holy shit, this feels great, you know? Yeah, the chat yeah. was blowing up with this, too, of being like, I don't want to shoot in Fallout. I don't want to run around. Like, the whole, I mean, that's the whole thing, is Fallout's been about conserving ammo and not, you know what I mean, trying to get headshots and bring up your crit rates. So, watching it run around, like, oof. But then they got away from it, and they brought other people in, and it was like, okay, cool, we're this this like I, first off i love the hud and everything that the, the i know it's all temp now but like the way they were displaying character names levels uh, health and stuff like that. oh that's all right that's cool running around all right we're doing stuff together but even then it was running around and it was like all these giant shootouts and shit and it was just like all right i don't know how to feel about that and then it was like and you're not alone you have to build your and i'm like i fucking hated building in fallout 4 like it was like such a a chore that I totally ignored the entire game except for when they made me in the beginning and then when I needed the trophy at the end. And so, like, to see that be a major part of it, it's just like, oof, like, especially for me personally, and this is just a Greg Miller thing of, holy shit, a few hours ago, I just saw The Division 2 and The Division 2 looks exactly what I want The Division 2 to look like and then to see this and be like, oof, why would I pick this multiplayer game over? And now, granted, it's November, so it's a different time period, but even, like, I'm so excited right now to finish E3 to come back to play Division One with Andy and Kevin. Like to see that and just be like, ooh, I don't. And I'm not trying to write it off. I hope I get to tinker around with it at E3 when we go down. I hope they show more stuff. I hope I get in the beta. Like I hope, I hope for the best because I love Fallout traditionally. But it, it's it's one where I finish that and I'm just like, I don't I feel know. Like, I feel like they're aware of all the problems that people had with building. I feel like they're aware with. They're aware of maybe that they weren't such a great shooter. I feel, I don't know. I think that maybe they know that they're good enough to improve upon those aspects of the game. Yeah. I, when I heard that Fallout 4 had building, uh, my initial thought was like, that didn't intrigue me for in a single player game to yeah. build stuff, but to be able to build stuff and have other people come hang out in my shit, like that seems more like, I don't know. It just seems to make more sense, but I could see why anybody who's like a hardcore Fallout fan would feel sort of like a little bit trepidatious about one of the shit. big things too, is what you've brought up before in, in uh, I think it was the earlier conference today for Microsoft, right? Of like telling a story in a multiplayer thing is so difficult in fallout. I, I think of it as a story driven game of I'm giving this I've, I'm given this quest and then fuck do I side with the ghouls or do I kill all the ghouls and what does that do to the story and where does it progress right so if it is just like alright cool go take down this thing of super mutants and it's you me and Kevin running around being morons talking about this and shooting them and I go back and I turn in the quest and I get the caps and it was just like what was this and again this isn't me shitting on it this is me very much projecting my own belief of Fallout. Now, on top of that, there is the fact that I love the Fallout games from Bethesda Game Studios. So maybe I'm going to sit down and play it and have them explain it to me and be like, you know what? Okay. Or it'll start from ground zero and I'll build on everything I'm expecting. Because there's something cool, yeah, about a Fallout that doesn't end or that we all play together and there's main things to go out to. But I that presentation finished and I was like, wow, I'm not fucking crazed for this right now. You know what I mean? And that's new for me to see, finish one of these and not be like, I fucking can't wait to get my hands on it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, from there, we all got really scared because it, it seemed like Todd Howard was going to end on the Elder Scrolls Blades. Uh, basically, a game they've been wanting to do forever, uh, an iOS or a mobile game that he dreams of coming to PC, consoles, VR, and everything connecting. Uh, it's Right now, we're talking about, though, uh, this, fall, this fall coming to mobile. Uh, it's free. You can pre-order on the App Store and Google Play tonight. 
Um, uh, there's going to be three modes to it. Abyss, which is a, a roguelike thing of how deep can you get in these dungeons that are constantly changing. Then Arena, which is 1v1 combat. And then Town, which is the main mode that is your hub and it has your stories and has your quests. There is a town building mode involved with uh, hub there as you go through to do that. You go to playblades.com to sign up and pre-order and all that jazz. But a first person on a phone, Elder Scrolls. What'd you think? I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, mobile gaming has never really intrigued me. Now, I I would say, why wouldn't people just play Skyrim on Switch? But it, obviously, it's not a phone. But I, I this does not speak to me at all. I could not care any less. Yeah. So. I thought it would. I mean, I don't. I have no interest in playing it. And because it's one of those, I look at that, and my first reaction is like, well, if I'm going to play an Elder Scrolls experience that isn't the traditional, I should really get into Elder Scrolls Online. And I granted, we're a different audience. I know they're trying to expand it and like put it on different platforms and stuff. It, you know, yeah, the, I think it got a laugh from us or maybe the room when Todd was like talking about how oh, you can rotate in portrait mode. All right, that's cool that you've designed a game oh, no, that can dude, be playing a phone. That stuff super matters. I do like mobile games, and uh, when it's in, in portrait mode, yeah. I much prefer it. That's why Pickle Blast, I think, is great because you can play it one handed and it's designed for that. Having said that, like I feel like the chase to make a console experience on a phone, we should have gave up on that years ago. Yeah. Like people tried with Infinity Blade and, and all that. It worked. That. Infinity Blade was a huge success. It was a huge success. Well, yeah, but like it also it was fine. Like look, sure. being able to look back at it in hindsight, it's like it was we gave it more credit than I feel like we should have just because it was like, oh, hey, this isn't shit. And yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is this yeah. is pretty good. It did the job of like, uh, this is something to do when you're waiting in line at the supermarket or some shit. But I that's just, all it did, really. I just feel like those experiences, I feel like Fallout Shelter is the right path for what they should be doing. I agree. Mobile type games. And I feel like this is kind of it's too ambitious for ambition's sake instead of uh, actually going to be a quality experience that I think people are going to like. Now, the ability to play on your phone against somebody in VR is, like, pretty neat, but I just don't know what the audience is there. Like, I feel like people playing these games would rather be playing Fallout 76 or, you know, any other Bethesda game. Jesus, I don't know what the hell that was outside. Kevin's looking. Not that we're going to do anything about it. <laughs> uh, I want to point out... What happened? Kevin, talk your microphone and tell us. Uh, somebody just went onto the little island where the train thing goes, yeah, and like just plowed down the like sign that says "Hey, go around this." Damn! Oh my god! <laughs> Is it stuck there? Or they just keep going. Uh, they kept going, but a cop's sl- stopping them now. Nice. Hell yeah! Um. <laughs> oh, you you called it. You called it out. And I didn't say it, or I didn't have it on my list for some reason. Uh, Fallout Shelter coming to PlayStation Four and uh, Switch, right. also mm-hmm. free for free. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the cares, man. I, there's so much little things like that that I feel like aren't that big of a deal. But when you add them all together, it's like, man, these guys really like give a fuck about video game as a video game yeah. as a whole with VR and mobile and single player and online. And it's like it's all of the things. A hundred percent, no. And that's what I'm saying. Of like, uh, let, let me just finish real quick, and then we'll mm-hmm. get back to more thoughts. Starfield. Uh, then he then he was like, you know, uh, he was uh, Todd was like, let's talk about stuff that's not right now. Let's talk about stuff that's coming in the future. To and he said. Next generation, right? But I think he means like consoles now, right? Or do you think he means the next next? I don't know. I think he means next generation. Yeah. All right, man. cool. Wait, should, Starfield Dude, is at the end of this one. Like, there's, I like, know, I know. There's know. no way that Starfield is coming out next year, which means it's probably going to be next gen. Devolver's already over. So heads up, twenty minutes. Um, so yeah, okay. So they said Starfield. It's their first wholly new original f- franchise in twenty five years, and then the game that'll. Then he said the game that'll come after that, which is the Elder Scrolls Six. Fuck yeah. yes. And you flipped out for both of them, Andy. I'm You're just n- so excited nips. for Starfield. Like uh, 
Space is the place, man. You know what I mean? Space is the place. Like I, I, and I, it's just that dream of like living in the future and living in a space station and like, what could the, I'm just so stoked for this fucking game, man. Like, and I think it's just the vibe of Fallout that never intrigued me because it's just dirty and grimy and I never cared for it. But a Bethesda game set in with a sci-fi setting set like on a space station or going from planet to planet. I feel like this is, I feel like Bethesda is going to make what Star Citizen tried to make. Uh, the Star Citizen PC game that is still struggling and still trying to make this super ambitious game where you buy your own spaceship and uh, and you buy pieces for it and you go from planet and there's dozens and hundreds and millions of planets or whatever out yeah. there. I feel like they're going to try to out Star Citizen that game. And I, I'm just so excited for Starfield. I don't know when the hell it's going to be here. Probably never. But <laughs> it's like it's what excited me so much about Mass Effect. Like I love Mass Effect a little bit more than Dragon Age because of just that vibe. And sure. I, I'm so into sci-fi and I can't wait, man. So back to your point then overall as a conference, right? It, it again, it all speaks to what I, I, I'm always in a weird place with this. I feel every, every year when we do this, and it's that thing of, wow, I don't play a lot of your games. A lot of your games just don't connect for me. And there's nothing, you know, that games are art and all this different stuff. You have your different likes and dislikes. I never, so I don't connect with you as a player as much as I connect with you as like, man, you guys fucking get it. You guys are running a video game company the way it should be run because you're all just video game people and you mm -hmm. care about the consumer and you care about what you're doing. So it is the fact that, sure, a lot of these announcements maybe don't do anything for me, but I see how they do something for the Bethesda fan, which is why I think you look at our chat right now, or as our chat has been going, and you see the, man, this uh, was not for me, or holy shit, I'm so happy. You know what I mean? And like Most people are coming away with announcements, at least on some respect, they're excited for. Yeah, and you know, in regards to the final two trailers being the uh, the teasiest teases that anyone yeah. could tease, uh, it, weird move for Bethesda. They've been a bit more reserved with that stuff. Yeah, like hey, and this game's coming in three months in the past couple of years, or even within the next year, something like that. Uh, that's more tangible, and it's weird. Like I, I was talking in the pre-show. I wonder if they kind of did this as like a fuck Walmart. Like that's funny. We don't we don't want to leak. These, we don't want our shit leaking. Like let's own the announcement, even if it we don't have much to say. Yeah, um, and get it out there. And like I I. I know a lot of people don't agree with me. I really like the unicorn games. I feel like not every game should be that way, but I do think that having something to look forward to yeah. and kind of give updates over a couple E3s, like that's fun. I like the Death Stranding uh, kind of thing and, and Last Last of Us Part Two and, and uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. If every game was that way, I'd hate it. But yeah, yeah. in a modern age where we only have a handful of them, I think it's cool that Bethesda has has that as well, and I I do think though that the Star um, Starfield did a better job. Elder Scrolls Six at least give us a subtitle, like that mm -hmm. was a. I feel like that was kind of a neuter. I agree. Yeah. Neutered. Tease. Well, I mean that game's so far away at that point, right? If it's the game after Starfield, yeah, like best case scenario, it's four to five years away, right? Probably five. I just I still just think like. Put something out there. Let people theorize, you know, like let them start mm -hmm. like talking, have, mm -hmm. have something to discuss. Uh, we knew Elder Scrolls 6 is coming, you know, and it, it is nice to confirm things because that means it's in the pipeline. And that means that, you, you know, they know that we'll be knocking on their door every year. Like, come on, come on, come on. I, 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 I don't know if this if those two announcements were to sort of uh, like say, fuck you, Walmart. I, to me, it's more of a we got to end the show somehow. Because I agree with We that. don't have really anything that's exciting to end I, the show I think with. It I don't think they gave a fuck. Look at last year's conference. Now, right, here's the things you know. Peace. I just feel like I think they I think they they're smart folks over there, obviously. And I think they know that Fallout 76 is going to be divisive. Yeah. Divisive. So 
But yeah, you can't end on that. So I think I'm with Andy that yeah, it was something that was given. Let's let's announce these things. Starfield's all but announced, and Elder Scrolls is all but announced. They yeah. know that's going to happen. Why I think not they, just do I it? think they could have added on Fallout 76, especially because they had a release date that is this year. I yeah. think that would have been a strong November. Date, there's a beta. Bye guys. But then the but fact Andy's that they, they have been talked hard. about uh, no, man. no, and and again, I I feel like the the teases at the end definitely added to the they they get points for me yeah. for making this a better conference. Okay. So talking about that, let's rank those. Rank them conferences. Rank them conferences. We're gonna rank three conferences right now. It's E3. All right. Rank them. Oh, All right. I was going for the second. I don't think yeah, if I yeah. knew where the pen was for the whiteboard, I get the whiteboard gone. But who the hell knows? Cool Greg takes them and he puts them somewhere for me. Something tells me it's not gonna be too hard. Well, to we'll do, we can do the three. All right, fine. Bring me the board and a, and a napkin. Oh, I guess the eraser's here. Go on and hold the board for you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good idea. Greg, you hold the board for me. <laughs> so yesterday we saw EA's conference. Today we saw. Microsoft's and Bethesda. Now we're going to rank those conferences. Uh, does anybody want to contest the fact that EA is dead last? Dead last. Dead last. Dead last. Dead last. Dead last. You lost, EA. Yeah. You sucked. I'll put a funny. I mean, you know, Every year these fuckers. <laughs> Every year these fuckers. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll make it look like, pretty later. Yeah, like, you can make a cool graphic later. Oh, fuck. I don't even want to rank them too. I want to get, put tiers. All right, Two. fucking let's put God tier. Three. God tier, good, bad, or horrible. S rank. Everybody says Devolver beats all of them. Yeah, why well, know. Horrible. We, why are you trying? We got the numbers. The Tiered numbers. The, horrible. All right. I can never. Is it I before E on this one? Tiered. Oh, before yeah. E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I thought like, you meant horrible. horrible. <laughs> I thought you were asking about horrible. Horrible. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Tiered horrible. Um, you know what I'm going to do this? This is the Tim tiered. Okay. Because I, I, I wasn't prepared for this. All right. Okay. I'm ready to sure. vote. Two. Bethesda. Bethesda. Wait, who's. There's a. Tim tiered? Hmm? Oh, I forgot we had Xbox today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim tiered? Put, put Xbox first. Uh, uh, number one. Xbox at number one. Congratulations. Xbox. Great. Great. Yeah. Not fantastic. Okay. And then Bethesda. Great. The old good. TT. Good. So I guess I have five then. I have God tier. Great. <laughs> good. Bad. Horrible. Okay. Now, the question becomes this. Mm -hmm. How do you want to handle... Thank you, Cool Greg. You're dismissed for right now. Thank, Thank you, you, Cool Greg. Thank you. To wrap up Everybody put up the cool Greg hands and chat. You know, we the, the uh, Bethesda ended. We immediately rolled into our pre-show, our post-show for Bethesda. While it happened, this is why we didn't want to pr commit to doing anything with Devolver. Devolver happened and, and is already over. Yeah, a 20-minute conference. Okay, is that required viewing tonight to get then ranked over there? No. Do you want to suck it up and watch the 20 minutes now and react to it? No. No. Is it not even a real press conference? You don't want to rank? Yeah, I doubt it. What based do you on mean? Last year's. Well, last year's was a press conference. They're doing it in a funny, cool way. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. You want to sleep on it? You want to think about it? Sure. I want to watch it for sure tonight. I just want to make sure that I, you know it gets it gets in there. Okay. It's twenty minutes. I don't know why you got to hate on it like this. You know I, mean? I don't know. I, I didn't really like the vibe of the. Last you didn't time. like it last year? No. There's moments. It went on too long. Well, this, this one was twenty minutes, so you're, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Still. They I learned think last year was too, right? Like I got the bit. Yeah. You know what I mean, but they yeah. showed. I, what did they? Did they? Oh, whatever. We'll worry about it later. Still the games cast. Yeah. yeah. This is still the fucking games cast, Kevin. A lot of people seem Are to like sure? it in chat. 
The Devolver one? I liked okay. Devolver's okay. last well, then, year. Then we'll check it out. Well, maybe we'll see what's <laughs> going on. looks like a mess I'm, right I'm now. And I am lobbying for it to be a ranked uh, press conference. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast post-show analysis for Bethesda's E3 2018 press conference. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, whether it was live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, as uh, a YouTube video on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or on podcast services around the globe on the Kind of Funny Games cast podcast. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, bright and early, whoop, whoop. for the Square Enix whoop, whoop, whoop. press conference. Right Do we have a new TV. last place press conference? We'll find out in the morning. No way. There's no way. I, there's a chance that Square might be ranked tier, Tim tiered b- bad. <laughs> Maybe even horrible. But it will not be worse than EA. There's not a fucking you, chance. I hear you, bro. Until and then, what, what's up, Greg? Nothing. I was just gonna say. I, I was gonna say. I, I think it's hey, just they, they run the rock and roll to the end of time. I'll see you tomorrow on Twitch and everything. E three keeps going. E three subscribe, like, share, Amazon Prime. <laughs>